Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by The Afterlight Institute. The Afterlight Institute is a community of teachers and students seeking to expand their spiritual gifts and their inner wisdom on the road to illuminating their forgotten selves. Offering online courses, in-person retreats, live events, online expositions, and more, the Afterlight Institute is a safe and inclusive space for all. To learn more, head to theafterlightinstitute.com. it's Lauren Grace here and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is all about spiritual surrender and the reason why I put the word spiritual in front of it is because in my experience the act of surrendering is the act of trusting that the universe is going to provide and that all is good. (laughs) So if you're anything like me You know, you might be somebody who likes to take life by the reins, you know, likes to control things, likes to have their say, likes to have things their way, I guess you could say. (laughs) Uh, Yay for being an Aries, because that's a big part of it, I'm sure. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk today about spiritual surrender is because I have found that in my spiritual journey, the times when I've allowed to, you know, let, when I've let myself let go. And, you know, when I was saying that, even I heard Wade, Wayne Dyer's voice pipe into my head and, you know, let go and and let God, when I've allowed that to happen, that's truly when miraculous things have come up. So for example, when I was made redundant through COVID in 2020 from a corporate job, that's when the Afterlight podcast started. That's when I was able to go into my business full-time, my business raw, raw consulting as a business mentor. When I have, you know, kind of allowed myself to set an intention and then released the outcome that's when I've gotten those signs from spirit, when I've gotten those indicators that I'm on the right path, when I've seen the 1111s or I've seen the heart or I've seen the butterfly or, you know, recently I was like, I want to manifest and see a blue bird, please. You know, saw a blue bird. When, you know, I've wanted experiences where maybe I've had windfuls of cash, you know, like one week I remember I went, this week I want to manifest $10,000. Well, a couple of days later, I got asked to pitch for a quote for a $10,000 contract and I did. And then I ended up getting that contract. So when these experiences have happened for me in the past, they've really happened because I've set an intention and then I've surrendered to the outcome. So often we go about our day where we are trying to control things, where we are trying to get people to maybe come to our side of the table and and do things our way, win over hearts and minds and these sort of things. However, when we really do allow things to unfold naturally, that's when we get to experience the flow of life. 
So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about that and also talk to you about the power of emotions because recently I've been doing a lot of learning on the law of attraction, listening to tons of Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks. And I haven't, honestly, I was always interested in that. I mean, I'd read half the book, Asking It Is Given, and I'd, I'd watched a few things here and there, but I had never really deeply dove into everything that they were about and I have spent probably over 25 to 30 hours listening to them or listening to Esther you know channel Abraham and what I realize now is that the power of our emotions to set us on the right course is the most incredible gift ever and I think that for a long time, I didn't really realize that as much. Now, I've shared with you on episodes before when I've had different guests about my realization that I'm empathic and how that's been such a helpful thing, especially, you know, as I near 40, um, turning 39 next month. But anyway, you know, as, as I've understood these things sort of recently they've really allowed me to kind of shift the way that I look at the world and and understand sort of energy that belongs to me and energy that doesn't belong to me that being said when we start to pay attention to our emotions we can start to pay attention to the things that make us feel good and to the things that don't make us feel as good and this is the part of where surrender comes in so when we are, let's say, faced with an opportunity or faced with a choice, checking in and listening to your emotions, I believe, is critical for making decisions. And when we take the time to check in with ourselves and decide you know, what's going to make us feel good or what's not going to make us feel good and then making the decision that serves us, that makes us feel better and then sort of surrendering to that. We really do allow the universe to do the work. So I feel like in a way I'm sort of talking roundabout and it's a little bit vague. So let me just see if I can kind of make this into a more of a, you know, clear cut sort of example for you. So let's say you are, I don't know, working on a business project, okay? And there's a specific outcome that's required and you have a bit of a strategy for how you want to get this outcome, but you need to delegate the job to somebody else. By kind of letting them know about the outcome, now obviously this is dependent on who this person is and their learning style and all that kind of stuff, but let's just assume that you're dealing with somebody who's maybe a deep personality, they like to do things their way and they're very good at problem solving. So as long as you show them the objective and where you're trying to go, then you know you don't have to give them much more detail. So one of the ways that you would surrender in a situation like this is you would say, hey Sarah, we really want to try to achieve XYZ goal. I'm looking forward to seeing what you come up with. So some people who want to control the situation, okay, let's just say that if I really had a clear cut strategy or method in which I think this thing should happen, I might say, this is the way that I would do it, blah, blah, blah. But a way of surrendering would be A, to let them know this is one way to do it, but giving them the, a bit of creative license, a bit of freedom to be able to come up with their own method. Now, when I've done this in the past and allowed people to, when I say allow, you know, I'm saying that for lack of a better word, when I've, you know, delegated something and then the person has taken on the task themselves and done it the way that they think, sometimes I've been pleasantly surprised. 
where they've actually done a certain job or a task in a completely different way than I would have done it. And sometimes it's actually more logical and it's better. So that's just sort of a real world example of what I'm talking about in surrendering. Now, in relation to spiritual surrender, you know, I think a big part of surrendering is to start your day with intention, is to look at the things that you want to achieve in your day, in your week, in your month, in your life, you know, your vision boards. I'm a huge fan of setting that, setting those intentions. But then allowing the universe to really take you there and by following your emotions to help guide you. So anytime you find yourself in a bit of a situation where maybe you have some anxiety, you're wanting to hold on to something really tight, you're wanting to control the situation, that's an opportunity for you to take a couple of cleansing breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, out through the mouth, and just allow things to just go the way that they're going to go. Just maybe even sit back and chill for a second. I remember when I was listening to Wayne Dyer, one of his books, I can't remember which one right now. I want to say it's maybe Wishes Fulfilled, but I'm not 100% sure. By the way, if you haven't read that book or I listened to him read it, it's just so awesome. I read it, I listened to him read it twice. Anyway, so he was talking about in one of his teachings how when you feel the need to really strongly control something, that's actually your opportunity to take a foot off the gas and just to kind of just step back. And so a really easy way of surrendering is just to stop, literally stop what you're doing. Don't talk, come back to your breath. Let's do it right now together, just briefly. So you would stop. You just take it, inhale through your nose and out through your mouth. And you know, inside you might be going, your mind might be going, oh, they're not doing it right. Or that's not being done that way. Or this isn't the way that was supposed to go and blah, blah, blah. But what that actually does is it builds resistance. And if you're paying attention to your physical body, when there's resistance there, there might be a little bit of anxiety. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you might have like a little bit of a clenched stomach. You might feel sort of funny. You might feel even nauseous on some level. You might get hot. You know, there's different things that you can pay attention to when you're, when you're looking for ways that you're resisting what is what you're trying to control. So... I guess what I'm trying to say in this episode is that the universe has our backs and the universe wants an opportunity to deliver to us everything that we hope and desire. And if we start to pay attention to the times when we're not allowing things to just flow and we're not spiritually surrendering to something, we're getting in our way. (laughs) Okay. We're getting in our way. And so a really easy way to allow surrender is, like I said, come back to your breath, but also to pay attention to your emotions. And so follow the joy and follow the bliss. If you're trying to control something and it doesn't feel good, see whether or not you can get yourself out of that situation. See whether or not you can just take a break, go to the washroom or, you know, just take a time out or something like that and come to the, back to the situation with new eyes. We do not need to control everything. And in fact, when we do... You know, like I said, we stop the flow of energy from happening. Now, one of the best books I've ever read, and I will say I've only read this once, which I find really surprising. I think I've attempted to read it again, but I haven't lately, haven't read it again. So it's called The Surrender Experiment, and it's by Michael A. Singer. And it's basically a story of a man, a very successful man, and his 
story of surrendering. And in this book, he talked a lot about, you know, sort of his resistance to things, his resistance to opportunities. And when he sort of stepped back and got out of his own way and he just allowed things to unfold, that he started to open up to the most incredible experiences and incredible life. And I think that that's what we don't do enough of is that we don't always necessarily trust that things are going to happen the way that we want them to. But if we know that we're following our heart and the highest good of all concerned, we just need to know that things will happen. They'll happen in the divine timing that is right for everyone, right? One of the things that I say is, I wish for this, please, for the highest good of all concerned or, you know, in the perfect divine timing. But I normally always use the highest good of all concerned because that kind of covers the basis of, of everybody who might be involved in a certain thing. So I'm just going to share with you a quote from the surrender experiment because I just think it's so powerful. And the quote is, just keep letting go and practicing non-resistance, whether I liked what was happening or not. No matter who we are, life is going to put us through the changes we need to go through. And so if you're going through anything right now and you're thinking to yourself, I don't even know how to surrender to this, just come back to your breath and see whether or not you can just just be where you are, just accept things as they are. And just, you can even put it out there and be like, spirit, can you please send me a sign of what I'm supposed to do next? And just wait. You can even go have a shower and wait for inspiration to enter. One of the things that I do, if I'm trying to find a question or an answer to something, I'll go for a drive. I'll actually talk out loud to myself. I'll say, this is the situation I'm having. This is where I'm going, what I'm going through. This is what I'm worried about. This is what I want to happen, blah, blah, blah. And then I actually just am quiet for a little while. And then spirit, they just pop ideas into my mind. Or I might turn on the radio and then there's a sign or an indicator or a clue or some kind of guidance for me there. Other people journal. That's another one. If you're in a situation and you're unsure how to surrender, just journal out all your worries, all your fears, all your stresses, all your anxieties. You can burn that, you can keep it, you can basically just by letting it go though, what you're doing is you're creating a little bit of space because your mind and your energy is no longer, you know, all full of all that junk. You've just kind of created an out for it. And then because you created an out, you've created a gap. And because you created a gap, spirit can then enter a helpful person or a sign for you or some kind of inspired moment or inspired action for you to take. All right, so I'd love to know how you surrender in your life, how surrendering has helped you, how paying attention to your emotions has helped you know whether or not you're resisting something or holding on tightly or trying to control and not allowing God. <laughs> and uh, you can always find me over on Instagram or on Facebook. And again, thank you so much for listening to the episode. If you like it, please share it with your friends and please leave us a review where you get your podcast. Talk to you next week.